0: Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by Seeky Camera hills. Bobby Skinner here with my co-host Justin Pennick. and we got ourselves a Raiders preview. Justin Antonio Pierce is head coaching the other team. They just signed Jalen Smith. I think Antonio Pierce just wanted to be like, "Hey, look, it's the best Giants linebacker and the worst Giants linebacker in the last twenty years." How are you?
2: Uh, ha ha ha! Hi, Bobby Skinner. Um, we're going to be streaming. Uh, you and I plus uh Grump and the cranky Fan. Everybody knows them. For the John Wayne media office this Sunday. So I'm excited to hear their perspective on what's going on with the Giants this year. And, you know, as as we all watch the game and as we all react to the game together. So check that out. That'll be on the, you know, the main YouTube channel. You can watch along with us, man. I, I I'm really I don't know if I'm excited or I'm scared of this ultra re- revenge game that we have going on with Antonio Pierce being, you know, promoted to head coach, not Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham is still the defensive coordinator. And then also like one of our golden rules is never bet against a team that just fired their head coach. And now it's the first game of the interim head coach. There's a lot of bad things going against the giants right now.
0: Yeah. And like I, we joked about it uh, earlier in a, in a group chat for our John Boyd media against the spread league. It's like, Jeff Saturday went one and seven as a head coach. The one win was the first game. Like, I actually do believe in that. Like, it it just gives gives the team juice, like, kind of gets people on on their heels. That being said, the Giants are, like, kind of way more talented than the Raiders, as crazy as that sounds, and especially so when you have Daniel Jones and Andrew Thomas most likely back. But, I mean, this game, the Giants and the Raiders right now, if you combine their scoring points per game, would only be the number five team in the NFL, which means there's four teams in the NFL that are scoring more than these two guy, teams do. On uh, compare, uh, brought together, so um, this is a this is an under game for the Giants, and we'll get into all like the ins and outs of it. Um, but I do like as crazy as it sounds, I actually think the Giants are like kind of simply the better team.
2: Yeah, yeah. Darren Waller being out does complicate that a little bit, but I will say Daniel Jones and. Uh, Andrew Thomas coming back does outweigh a lot of that. I mean, Andrew Thomas, you know, left tackle being the second most valuable position in the game of football. And we do uh, at the end of the day, it's like I do view Daniel Jones an upgrade over Tyrod Taylor, even though Tyrod was operating the offense better than Daniel Jones. I'm excited for Daniel Jones to come come back and to see what he see what he's going to be like with Andrew Thomas at left tackle. Um, But it's going to be I have a feeling, man. It's going to be like why do I have a feeling that this is going to be like a Houston Texans game last year where there's a defensive front in the Raiders that can be had when the Giants are running the ball but the Giants don't have the best run blocking offensive line so this could easily be a let's hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley 40 times game have an efficient enough of a passing game and play good defense like I have a feeling that could be like the approach
0: Yeah I I actually think that will be the approach uh Especially with DJ coming back from the injury, like you want to try and build some confidence back. But I do think Andrew Thomas being back is so so important um, for them, right? When you just have that left tackle, uh, and again, we Daniel Jones' success and Andrew Thomas is like correlates to essentially Andrew Thomas being on the field. If you want to look back at 2021, the splits of with and without him are are pretty pretty like eye opening how much of a difference that he makes. We do think Evan Neal's going to be back in, which I don't think, it, uh, I don't view as a huge upgrade. Just before we get into uh, all the ins and outs, though, this episode is brought to you by some special people. We got uh, Giuseppe Salomon pretty sure that's a fake name for the pizza people. We just got, if not, welcome, Giuseppe. We got just Joe, regular old Joe, Joe Mama, Shane O'Connor, oh, Shane, Connor, Jared Rodriguez, Gerard. Gerard, Jared Davis Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, and then Jordan Fash. Jordan Fash likes cash and he's fast. That's how you say fast in and Portuguese. Fash. Justin, who are these people. Is that actually true? No, but they say shh at the end of everything. Aborigado. Justin, who are these people?
2: Patreon.com slash talk giants. That's where these wonderful people, including Giuseppe, went. Giuseppe's a real person, not a play on pizza people. Uh, Patreon.com slash talk giant. $2 a month. to get to hang out on us live while we record the shows. Bobby Skater was sending some stickers in the mail. Plus there's some shirt raffles. I'm wearing one of the new shirts. Very simple. I like it. East 2019. Patreon.com slash talk giant. Speaking of Shane. That's established. Established. Well, I, oh, I said East.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, I, I didn't know we had an established 2019 shirt. I might actually get that. Uh-huh. Um, and join now by the way cuz the shirt contest it's uh, the the drawings for that are up now so you get in the, within the next 3 days and you'll be in the raffle for the t-shirt contest.
2: Speaking of Shane, Ian Rappaport uh gave some love on the Leonard Williams video you clipped up.
0: Oh, the whole lead did. I was I honestly almost didn't post that. I was like this is a little too long, a little too boring, but I was like, you know what, I I, I wanted to put anytime someone's traded, I post something. Uh, from that original press conference, and I ended up with that being it, and it blew up quick. I was very surprised by that.
2: Yeah, Albert Breer got on it. Somebody from PFF, I saw. David Backer. Yeah, somebody they they got on it. So good for you for for posting that big big win.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just a press conference at the end of the day. I don't, I'm not like proud of posting a press conference clips. So, um, you know, what I mean I can't take a compliment. Raiders defense, twenty second ranked defense, twenty three points fourth per game. Uh, 23.4 points per game but i really do think their offense makes their defense worse but because they're 13th in yards per play and their passing deep and actually their rushing defense is really bad uh this is not a talented defense justin right and and this and i actually think patrick graham is doing a pretty solid job with this group considering the town ta- because it's really max crosby like who who's the second best player on that defense marcus peters
2: it's supposed to be Tyree Wilson, which I almost forgot that they drafted him in the first round. What it, What is he doing? He's playing.
0: Yeah, he does not look good. I mean, I think he had like a 0.0 pass rush um, win rate. I know he got hurt in that last game, so I'm not even exactly sure if he's going to be playing.
2: Drafted at to the top 10.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he was always viewed as a project, but to be this bad so far, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll Max, Crosby up- is,
2: Max Crosby is playing like almost better than... He, he has, like, in his, in his entire career. Now, the, the QB hits aren't aren't there, but, man, he, he's on pace to have the most pressures that he's had is in, in his entire career. The sacks are there. Uh, I watched him versus Penny Sewell last week. I don't know if you did, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Pen, Penny Sewell held up well relatively well in some, like, statistical categories. Like, if you look at it afterwards, Max Crosby got the best of him on a decent amount of plays, including some run plays as well. And Penny Sewell, you know... Him and his feet are just fantastic. He's so quick, but Crosby using his hands, and I think I think Petty Sewell probably won the battle in terms of getting out of his stance and athleticism, but Crosby, I think, just used his hands just so well. So if it's going to be Crosby, or Crosby lining up the majority on the right side, whether that's Evan Neal or Tyree Phillips, obviously that's not a matchup that you're feeling great about.
0: No, no. I mean, that that is their defense. It's essentially Max Crosby, right? He has six and a half sacks. Who's second on their team?
2: I don't even think – I think they're all, like, tied for one sack. I don't know. Yeah, think there's like a
0: bunch of guys tied with one sack. They're only getting two sacks per game, which is, like, bottom of the league despite having Max Crosby and Max Crosby getting good numbers. Now, they don't blitz, but it's unlike the team we just played where it's like, yeah, Jets don't blitz. They don't get any pressure. They're, like, worse than the NFL at, at, at generating pressure. And, again, that's including Max Crosby. So the rest of the offensive line is pretty bad. So you would expect DJ to have some time now that Andrew Thomas is back. But that being said, they do keep everything in front of them. It is kind of typical. It's worth kind of seeing 2021 version of Patrick Graham where, you know, fourth lowest in yards per catch, eighth in yards per attempt against them, the lowest average depth of Tark against. And they play their guys from off coverage. They kind of, you know, try and close in off of that. And Patrick Graham is living out of too high, but he likes to rotate into cover three a ton. Um, and then he'll get into man coverage every here and there. But it's kind of. He's living a bend-don't-break defense.
2: Yeah, f- uh, fewest amount of explosive plays allowed for this Patrick Graham Las Vegas Raider defense, and if that sentence sounds familiar, it's because 2020 and 2021, primarily 2020, I mean, this, they, we know that this Giants defense, they just did not allow explosive plays, plays of 20-plus yards, and that's what this Patrick Graham is defense is doing. They're not allowing big explosive passing plays. I will say there is a linebacker that I really like, Robert Spillane. He it was an undrafted free agent out of 2018. He's played the last couple of years with the Steelers. And now this year he's gone to the Raiders. Number 41. I like him. I don't really like no like, – there's been some times where the Raiders have been on primetime, and it's like, why are you on primetime? So I've stumbled upon watching some Raiders games, and I just like how he kind of flies around the field. So that's an yeah, observation.
0: He, he moves well. and I mean, their other linebacker is Divine Diablo, who's a former – remember he's that safety from Virginia Tech and did the breakdown of him intercepting Trevor Lawrence in that class. Um, you know, was a big safety, obviously a six foot four, but he's playing linebacker, right? And so they're putting an emphasis on their coverage despite not having a plethora of talent on on that defense. But the downside of the way that like all that good stuff we said about their pass defense, Justin, is that their run defense is horrible. It's the third worst rushing team in the NFL. They're giving up four and a half yards per carry. And like you said, you have a safety playing linebacker and to get Max Crosby one-on-ones, they use these wide alignments. And that also that just gives you more room to work some gap runs, and then when you do zone, it just gives wider lanes. Like it's um, this is a game, Justin. Like I think you nailed it. Uh, you know, hit the hit the nail on the head that the Giants with the way everything is going, that they're gonna try and run the ball, and I think this may be their best rushing game of the year, probably.
2: Now what do you mean by best? Like most efficient? Do you think it's going to be the best just volume-wise cuz I think that's the question here.
0: I think if they aren't just trying to pound it, pound it, pound it, it'll be their most efficient. Um but if they do try and pound it, pound it, they'll be efficient and have their most volume. But I it, de- okay. it depends if this defense and Antonio Pierce and all them like fit, see this Giants team and say, "Hey, we're going to stop the run," right? Like remember we played the Houston Texans last year like you brought up and their run defense was horrible god awful right and going into that games like, hey, run the ball but the texans for playing the giants sold out on the run and it left them so vulnerable i don't see patrick graham doing that right because we kind of know the personality of patrick graham i don't see him getting away from that for this giants game unless it's an antonio pierce influence game plan right which can obviously happen it's like hey we're gonna stop the run week one we're gonna stop saquon barkley which I I actually think is a realistic way that they Pierce might guide them for this game.
2: Now, what's the plan without Darren Waller? Because you have one blocking tight end on the roster and Daniel Bellinger. So this is an opportunity for you to go on and get another rant. Why it doesn't make sense to only have one blocking tight end on the roster? Who who is Lawrence Cager? Like what what's the plan at tight end now that now that uh, Darren Waller's out? He's probably out for a few weeks, which sucks
0: which my heart's not broken about that because the Janice are two and six, my heart is right. broken that this didn't happen one week later. So the Dan Waller revenge game tweet would have hit a little harder. Um, instead, I'm going to have everyone explaining to me that he's injured. Um, I think they're going to try and get cage. Or pretty involved in the passing game this week, right? Cause you can get them in the middle of the field. And I, I just think that's what they're going to do. And they're going to try and run a good amount of two tight end stuff because I don't see this being a Jalen Hyatt game. And are they going to, are they going to want to put Isaiah Hodges on the field who probably be better suited than Hyatt versus this type of defense? Um, but again, I, I, against this, this like this, the giants, man, I, I really would go look to see scour practice squads for a blocking tight end, because it's going to allow you to run the ball better, which you want to do. And it's going to allow you to get into your play action, two man routes, which again, you're going to want to do without Darren Waller, who does create a lot of attention and allow you to get explosives. So, I really think they should go out there and do it. Like I was talking, I was on Jordan's podcast, right, and we we're talking about going forward with the Waller injury. And it's like, man, like the Giants right now with Lawrence Cager and Daniel Bellinger, they couldn't we they couldn't do what they did at the end of the Jags game last year, right? Where they're like, hey, we're gonna we're the runs there, we're gonna run power, it's gonna work. You don't have the personnel to do that, so it's. I mean, they're not gonna have it for this game, but I do think they're gonna try and get Cager pretty involved in the passing game.
2: All right. Anything else like Daniel Jones? Anything else before we move to the Giants' defense side of the ball?
0: Do you think this Giants' offense will look good versus the Raiders' defense? I I think this might those probably be their second best game after the Cardinals game. I actually think their their now their second best game is putting up fourteen points versus the Commanders. I think I hate to say this coming off a lot, but I do think they put up like twenty four to twenty eight points.
2: Ah, I I think that's a little too much. I I think think, the
0: low average depth of target plays into the way Daniel Jones plays. Andrew Thomas is back. Saquon will be fully healthy against a bad rushing defense. I I think they actually look halfway decent on offense this game.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I I think being good, having a good game for the Giants standard of what we set in 2023 is exactly what you said, scoring 23 points. You know, 20, 20, 20 I think twenty. I I'm gonna go twenty three, just because I'm gonna be an asshole, a little bit more of a pessimist than you. Twenty three points, and not twenty four to twenty eight. I I may be surprised if we're creeping towards thirty. All
0: right, I'm I'm extremely invested. Then, uh, do they score more than twenty three and a half over or under for the Giants? I, I wonder what, what it is said. on on DraftKings. I will. I am shocked that the Giants are not favored in this game. But all right, Justin, with the Raiders' offense, it's really bad. Now they're making a QB change. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I want to talk about something
0: to oh, talk about something.
2: I'm gonna talk about Manscaped Bobby Skinner. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's Antonio Pierce. Nope, it's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. You think Antonio? I mean, look at that. He got a bald head. You, th- you know, Antonio Pierce has got to trim down, down south correctly. And gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped—they've been working night and day to bring you a below-the-weight screaming experience like none other with their brand new Performance Package 5.0. Ultra, upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code GIANTS. High tech for low places. I got friends in low places, Bobby Skinner. With Manscaped, fifth generational trimmer. Two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blade heads. Whoa. A standard one for taking a little off the top and then a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Man, does that make me feel good. I got options. People get 20% off with free shipping with the code giants at manscape.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code giants at manscape.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship and oh boy, it does get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. Bobby Skinner, you will be glad you did.
0: Be glad you did. Raiders offense is really bad. 30th ranked scoring offense in the NFL. Um, Number twenty two in passing offense and yards per attempt. Uh their their offensive line isn't honestly that awful, right? But they are giving up three sacks per game. But Justin Aiden O'Connell in his one start, he had seven sacks, right? A third of their sacks came in the game, and he kind of is a it sits in the pocket a little too long. Um they like to get under center with play action and run these two and three man rounds to put a fullback on the field. Um And O'Connell honestly will, like, climb up in the pocket, try and find a hole in that zone, and fire that shit in. Uh, I I was actually surprised at how willing he was to put that ball into some tight spots. But the thing is, is he'll be a little behind on horizontal throws, but there are also times where he's like – Jacoby Myers is almost triple-teamed, and he fires a ball in deep down the field, and and Myers goes up and gets it. And that's the other thing. If they have good – like. Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers is a nice little wide receiver duo they have over there. So this passing offense is, is absolutely capable of doing some things, but it's gonna be it's gonna to be tough versus Giants nice defense that's gonna come after them all game long, and it's gonna have Dexter Lawrence up the gut and um and I think they'll win the right tackle battle. And, and as good as Col- Colton Miller is a solid tackle, but he's he's a guy who loses reps though.
2: They got Michael Mayer and Austin Hooper at tight end too. So you know these are. Bottom of the barrel skill position players that the uh, that the Las Vegas Raiders have. You know, it's it's great. Hunter Hunter Renfro
0: is yeah, not get, like he's not getting very much run for them. He's playing like less than fifty percent of the snaps. Sometimes it's kind of crazy
2: it's, when you had like good NFL corners have complimented him in the past about how he's a really good route runner. Maybe that changes. Maybe that's an Antonio Pierce. One thing I'm changing right away is getting Hunter Renfro more involved in the offense. So there you go. That's that's something to look out for.
0: That was the one thing where it's like, okay, what could change, right? Because you can't – it's hard to – they played on Monday Night Football, right? They fired them Tuesday night. It's a, You can't change the game plan entirely, entirety. But if there's one thing I could see them wanting to do a little more, just as like, hey, we're going to change, it is get out of that 12 personnel, maybe take the fullback off the field a little bit and get Hunter Renfro involved to help, which I would too if I were them, honestly. Right? Like your running game fucking stinks. Like their running game stinks. Like they're the worst rushing team in the NFL. They're only averaging three point one yards per carry. They're no threat from their quarterback to run. Um and they're but they're a team that lines up in two tight ends and puts a fullback on the field as just as much as anybody else. So I think if there's one thing that could change is that you do get into some eleven personnel quick game stuff with Hunter Renfro and then kind of take your shots with with Myers and uh and Adams.
2: Yeah, I'm stereotypically thinking what does a new head coach want to come in and do differently week one that isn't a drastic change to what they were doing before? And I think they're it's it's going to be they're going to have an identity and they're going to lean into it and they're going to win or they're going to lose with it. Whether that's running the ball. Hey, we want to be a team that shows the physicality. We want to run the ball with Josh Jacobs. Lean into that. Hey, we we Devonte Adams is not happy. That doesn't make us happy. We want to spam and get the ball to Devonte Adams, or we want to spread it out in the quick game. And we don't want we want to make sure that this wink Martindale blitz blitz defense doesn't beat us. So we're gonna utilize the quick game and screens. We're gonna get the ball to Adams, get the ball to Myers, Hunter Renfro in the quick game. We're gonna rely on him running quick routes. So I think there's gonna be an identity that Antonio Pierce is and this and this overall team. We want to establish this from day one that we're gonna be this kind of football team. And I think that's the thing that the Giants need to keep an eye out for and they need to adjust on early. Because I don't know how many adjustments the Raiders are going to be making like in game.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants play Devontae Adams, right? Because the Giants have went man crazy the last two weeks, right? Like even much more than they were in the beginning of the season. But like their, their number one covers they've used all season is cover one. But quarters cover four coverage, which is like the exact opposite it was their number two usage and it still is, but it's just went down the last couple of weeks, but they haven't really used it at all. Um, That I wonder if like, they kind of do get back into some zones because O'Connell will sit in the pocket and then your blitzes will get there. Your Dexter Lawrence. Those types will get there. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how you play them. And as good as Terry McLaurin and Garrett Wilson are, and both who won their essentially won their matchups with Deontay Banks. Devonte Adams worries me right and I, I went back and watched Deontay Banks closely against Garrett Wilson and Garrett Wilson killed him at the release right and if there is that was my worry about Banks coming in he's been better against that but now he's getting wide receiver one coverages um, he's getting that or he's being used as cornerback one there's going to be like Devontae Adams he is the king of the release right so if you're playing man coverage O'Connell is going to have Devontae Adams probably all game right so do you get into some of those man coverage looks or or less man coverage because of Devontae Adams but Wink is also someone who notoriously doesn't like to double guys either
2: Giants defense has been really good in the first half over the last couple weeks they forced a lot of turnovers in the first half so Um, I think the tone is going to be set either way, whether it's going to be the Raiders' offense or it's going to be the Giants' defense. Tone is going to be set either way. I feel like early on, on what kind of game this is going to be. Um, I don't know if the Giants' offense is going to necessarily set the tone, but I think the Giants' defense or the Raiders' offense coming out here and being a little bit better than is expected, which I... Giants' defense has been so good. Like, again, if the Giants were actually winning some games, my season expectations would change because the Giants' defense over the last month has been, like, a top five defensive unit in the National Football League.
0: Yeah, and I think I don't see – the only way I see that them not being great versus the Raiders is if just Devontae Adams just kind of wins the game on his own. Yep. Um, and he's, he's averaging 67 yards per game, and he could have so much more. I think Monday night was a huge eye-opener for everybody on that. Um, and Adam's just being like kind of speechless. So they're going to be reinvigorated and we are going to get their best shot. I mean, this may be their best game of the rest, uh, you know, the rest of the season, because they, they're not a team that's full of talent, which neither are the Giants, but I do think the Giants are, are solidly more talented than the Raiders. Like, is this the worst team we're going to play for the rest of the season? Because I actually would, I think the Patriots will be a harder matchup at the end of the year than than this Raiders game,
2: yeah. Bill's just a better coach. Um, you know, say what you want about the offense, but I think they're,
0: I know their I offense to, is getting a little bit better.
2: I need to, yeah, I was, I was about to, I need to check in on the Patriots' offense because they've actually had some games where they've scored way more points on the Giants. Um, yeah, yeah I think this I, is the
0: worst opponent because you got Cowboys, com, Commanders could end up being that because they just traded everyone away, right? Patriots, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Rams, and Eagles. So, yeah, I, I do think this will be. The easiest opponent, the the worst opponent they play the rest of the way. I agree. All right, Justin, let's uh let's bring on Danny King. All right, we now welcome on Danny King for weather and trivia. Danny, what's the weather
1: going to be like in Vegas this week? It's going to be pretty domey uh, because the writers play in the dome, but also it's going it's to be like seventy eight degrees. It's partly cloudy. So I mean, if you're out there in Vegas, I only know one person, not BLPG. Uh it's gonna be fine weather in Vegas. 80, that, Victor I'm not Perez. Sure if, Victor, oh, Victor Perez. He's good. I'm not sure if this is normal Vegas weather for this time of year. It seems nice. I would take it's a 78-degree day, personally, for a little football game. For, uh, yeah, so no no rain. I don't think it rains in Vegas anyway. So yeah, it's just gonna be a nice day. Nice day out there in Las Vegas. Um.
0: yeah, I, I Victor. Victor is going, which reminds me that we again, like Justin said, we will be live streaming it from the Manhattan office. Um, and that's the Just Giants podcast. And then Victor is the just a giant or a uh, just a giants podcast. <laughs> um so check them out. Victor's Victor's the man. Shout out, Victor. Uh, remember Justin when we had all the Giants podcasts on like shows on? For that Fourth of July week, and it was three hours.
2: Yeah, that was Victor was the-, the
0: one guy we didn't have on. That I look back and like, oh shit, we should have had Victor on.
2: It was one of um, the most torturous editing things I've ever done, but I also really <laughs> did enjoy it. I really enjoy that. I, I I look back at that episode fondly.
0: It's a three-hour show. Now, like, we couldn't do it because like we'd leave people out, and there's many Anyways, um, all right. What's what's trivia for this week,
1: Danny? Um. Sorry, I just read a a Twitter post that had me ruining my giant factor possibly. Uh, Can you name the giant that intercepted a Raiders quarterback twice in a game? New York giant intercepted a Raiders quarterback twice in a game.
0: I think I'm pretty sure I know this answer. Why don't you go ahead, Justin? Aaron Ross. Bobby? Just two years ago, Xavier McKinney.
1: Oh, Bobby's on his game. I'll get I thought I was gonna trip you all up, think we were going way back, but it is Xavier McKinney, 2021. He intercepted Derek Carr, I believe that was quarterback, twice in a game. And in which again the Giants won. The Raiders were five and three. The Giants ended up winning. I forgot the final score off the top of my head, but I think it was like Giants thirty. Nope, Giants twenty three, Raiders sixteen. Giants scoring thirty points. What am I on about? Nope. The
0: Giants won that game. Um, that was the game before the bye week. And then they didn't fire Jason Garrett. And, um, then they fired him after the bye week. All right. It's time for a trip or not trivia, um, fantasy where we pick players from the giants and the team that they are playing. Danny will be picking first. He's in first place with 277.1 points. Uh, Justin will be picking second. He's in last place, uh, 20 points back from Danny. And I am, uh, in second place. Seven points back from Danny. But I said, Justin totally screwed up the Brees Hall, Wandale Robinson, not realizing Brees Hall was available because he wasn't paying attention. And this was a league-shattering decision. Because if Justin took Brees Hall last week, and Danny probably would have taken Wandale Robinson, right? You would have probably taken Wondell Robinson, right, Danny?
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yes, yes, yes.
0: Justin would be in first place, and Danny King would be in last Whoa. place. Instead, yeah. Justin's in last, and Danny's in first place. Still won last um, week. Hey, no, fair point. You, you, that might be the biggest loss in fantasy history. And again, <laughs> I, w- I will go. If it's close at the end of the year, I'm going to go revisit it that. Uh, so it uh it's it screwed us all. So we're, But we all are very close, within 20 points. We would have been all within 19 points if Justin didn't have the biggest gaffe in fantasy history. That's but right. Danny, you have the first pick this week. And I actually don't think it's easy, but go ahead.
1: It isn't. I was, I was looking, I was crunching the numbers. Uh, I was stuck between two running backs. Surprisingly. Uh, I was stuck between uh, Bobby does agree with me. Oh, I'm not. There's the other guy I was thinking about. Don't get me wrong. But there's a part of me because the Raiders in all honestly give up a lot of points to running backs. You look at it. 31 in new England, 40 against Chicago, 37 against the uh, Detroit. The Raiders give up points to running backs and the Giants are still very much a run the football team. Whether Daniel Jones is fully healthy enough to go out there and sling the rock, the Giants got to run the ball. I'm taking Saquon. That's a no brainer to me.
0: Okay. So Danny is kicking it off with Saquon. Barkley. Justin, who is your first pick?
2: I will be going with Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah, Devontae Adams would have been my first pick too. Again, we are in PPR, which makes such a huge difference. Um, he's gonna get the rock.
1: Oh, of They're course, gonna,
0: he's gonna be force fed the rock this week. I'm gonna open this sliding glass door, <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't mess anything up. All right, so Justin goes Devontae Adams. All right, so obviously, I would have liked to have Saquon or Devontae Adams, but for this week, because it gets so muddy after the first four, I kind of like having it. So, I'm gonna go Jacoby Myers, pick one, it's too loud. I'll have the office set up for next Wednesday show because I'll be up in New York. I'm going to go Jacoby Myers. He's actually having a pretty good year. Um, Aiden O'Connell showed the willingness to fire that ball into him, and then Josh Jacobs. Right? If there's, we talked about maybe adding, you know, making Hunter Renfro a part of, uh, you know, the offense as a changeup, but a, a more a more predictable one for an Antonio Pierce would be like, we're going to run the damn ball. So Josh Jacobs is going to get volume, and Aiden Connell is very much like deep to check down, and it's going to lead to some Josh Jacobs check down. So I get Myers and Josh Jacobs. I'm going Rangers, Raiders and Raiders uh, with my picks. Dan, uh, Justin, your second pick.
2: I would play it safe. Darius Slayton is the number one target on the Giants right now. Darren Waller's out. I, I think I think Daniel Bellinger is still going to be used as a blocker more than a, as a receiver, so I'm not looking for, like, oh, Bellinger's going to take over that role, obviously. So give me Darius Slayton.
0: Now that Darren Waller might be out for some time, it's most likely that Darius Slayton will be our leading receiver for, for the fourth time in five years. Right now, Waller's their leading receiver, but Slayton is probably going to end up taking that title again, which is very funny. All right, Danny, you got back-to-back picks.
1: Have there been any? It, I'm assuming they're going to call up Lawrence Cager this week, correct? Am I You'd have to them? assume that, though. It's I'm not assuming a fact. that. I'm assuming that. I'm assuming that. I just didn't know if they brought in any other tight ends for tryouts or all that fun jazz. But yeah, it gets brutal. We're 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 in brutal territory here, gentlemen. Uh, and I feel like I'm going real homerish here, but like there's a strong chance right now. I'm taking two giants, so I'm going to take Wandale first um wandale obviously hopefully he can get back on track his last good game really came against buffalo uh before that with daniel jones he had six nine and then six again so maybe wandale gets on track this week and then this is where i really don't like my options because obviously the raiders have michael mayer at tight end but he hasn't really done much Uh, they got Austin hooper as well but i think man I, I the Giants, I think, could just kind of shut down Mayer. And I do think Daniel Bellinger obviously is gonna be used as block situation, but I think Daniel is gonna obviously get more targets. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Daniel Bellinger. I'm sorry. I this this could ultimately hurt me in the end, but I'm not really feeling anyone else, especially with uh uh Darius Slayton taken.
0: I mean, I, I don't even have Michael Mayer next to my big board, but I think taking Bellinger over Mayer is, is wild. And it's probably gonna end up working. Justin, who do you got?
2: Big swing, Hunter Renfro. Got him back involved in the offense a little bit. Maybe he gets some more targets, or maybe he's banished for a reason, and Antonio Pierce doesn't like him.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Hopefully we get a nice 0-0 game for him. So I lied. Michael Mayer is next to my big board.
2: Um, Sounds good, Chess. I,
0: I will be taking him. I'd make a great GM with all these smoke screens. I'd be the king of I'd be the king of GM smoke screens.
2: Yeah, just as good as Gettleman.
0: Um, and you know what? I'm actually excited. I, I'm going to go Lawrence Cager. Huh? Like, who do you expect to have more catches, Lawrence Cager, Jalen Hyatt, or Isaiah Hodgins? Lawrence Cager. I, I know. I kind of agree. Like, they stopped Captain the big play, so it's not going to be a Hyatt game. And are they going to give this? Could be a good Hodgins game, but it's Hodgins going to get the reps. To be what he is, which again, even when he was in that starting rotation, he wasn't he wasn't like a great receiving yards guy. He was a great catch rate guy and then a red zone guy. Um so I'm gonna go Lawrence Cager with my pick. Justin, who's your last pick?
2: Who's my last pick? Uh man, make it a giant, Justin, but I feel like there's nobody really left. <laughs> Not one last. I
0: mean, you have a starting um, receiver left.
2: Hodgins, right? Hyatt.
1: Hyatt's Hyatt. left.
0: Yeah, Hyatt is left.
1: Yeah, I'll take high. Why not? Oh, I just do not like that. I wanted him so badly.
0: I wish I like was a, a a freaking guru at looking up stats. I want to see who has the most receiving yards, the most receiving yards in a season, while also having like eight zero catches for zero yard games, which is like going to be Jalen Hyatt could end up being in that.
1: Um, Danny, the last pick. All right, so Justin took Hunter Renfro at one point, correct? Yes. You took Michael Mayer, correct, Bobby? Yep. Okay. Wow. It's basically
0: Isaiah Hodgins or Austin Hooper.
1: Hooper. Hooper. That's not who I'm taking. Um, man. Uh, I guess I got it. A... No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. What, no. what movie is that from? I'm going to be taking. Jaws. I need to spoil it. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll take Hodgins. I feel like we can spoil Jaws at this point, Danny. Hodgins. Some that wasn't parody. even a spoiler. That was just a Hodgins. name. I'll go Hodgins. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling anyone here, quite frankly. But
0: I would have been Austin Hooper for the record. But we'll Hooper. see. Danny's in Danny's in first place, so I guess he should I be went, giving me the advice. I went too many Giants. Went too yeah, many Giants. Justin Danny went all giants, which I actually think if they're if you're gonna go all, Yeah. I went I went all Raiders except for Lawrence Kager. So Lawrence Kager, you are the only giant I'm rooting for on Sunday. Um, so to recap, Danny has Saquon, Wandale Robinson, Daniel Bellinger, and Isaiah Hodgins. Justin has Devontae Adams, Darius Slayton, Hunter Renfro, and Jalen Hyatt. And then I have Jacoby Myers, Josh Jacobs, Michael Mayer, and Lawrence Cager. It's time for Giant Factors. Justin, who is the most important Giant Factor this week?
2: Oh, uh, the Holy most important Giant Factor is, you know what? Actually, Factor. Oh, my gosh. Factor has changed my Life And with the, busy fall,
0: giant factor box.
2: with the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jammed packed days. And Factor America's number one. And when they say number one, they're not lying. America's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you feel up for breakfast, lunch and dinner with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. Guess what? It's been a while since we've had a factor giant factor ad read. I've continued to buy into Factor. It's my favorite, favorite partner that we have ever because it's changed my life. I come home from a busy day at the office or even you can hear it this week. I'm not feeling that great. I got a new box of Factor this week, put it right in the microwave, put it right on my plate. I feel like I have a home-cooked, chef-prepared dinner right in front of me, high-protein, tastes great. I don't need to doctor it up really at all, all that much. Factor is the best. Head to factormeals.com slash Giants50 and use code Giants50 to get 50% off. That's code Giants50 at factormeals.com slash Giants50 to get 50% off. Bobby Skinner and Danny King, you'll be glad you did.
0: You'll be glad you did. I love Factor. They actually are good. Now that I'm moving in here, I actually might have to get myself uh, um. Like re re up my plan because they are very good and I'm I'm running out of my last plan. All right, Giant Factor, Danny, you do have the first pick this week.
1: Now look, we're at that point in the season. uh I'm, I'm gonna have a little fun with it. Now I I was gonna say Graham now All right, <laughs> however, there's there are multiple kickers in there trying out. One of them is Robbie gold So my Giant Factor this week in general. Is the kicker whoever mm-hmm. it is? I am tired of kicking costing us special teams costing us games. I'm tired about, but Graham godot last week. I understand he's hurt. Why is he playing then? That's a good question. I anyone could ask. We we had two kicks that would have won us the game ultimately, and the Giants couldn't convert. I don't care if Will McDonald was lined up illegally. Guess what? Make a field goal, please. Um, yeah, so just I just want a kicker that can kick the football in, and if that is Graham Gano, if he, it's, uh, McGee, he said if he's eighty to eighty-five percent, he's better than most kickers. Then why have I we not seen that from Gano with all these missed field goals? So I just want to have we trot out a field goal kicker out there someday that will make a field goal ultimately and give the Giants a chance to win the game. I don't want special teams being a liability. I want us to be something that right now we can at least trust to hit a field goal, whether it's a 40-yard, a 30-yard, a 50-yard. I'm so over it. So Whether it is Graham Gano, Robbie Gold, or whatever other kicker is walking through this facility right now, be a giant factor. Just make your field goals. It is the bare minimum I am asking. We are all asking. It's the simplest gig. Please just make a field goal, Graham Gano, or whoever. You're my giant factor. The kicker. The kicker.
0: The Giants working out four kickers on a Thursday. I mean, that is like...
2: And they're traveling that's, across the country.
0: yeah, that that's late in the week to be do, like you do your workouts on Monday and Tuesday. To be having it on a on a Thursday, right? Like you gotta think at least one of them is being signed to the practice squad. Like one of them has to. And they're not just these really random, like they're vets. Robbie Gold is one of them. Um, what are the other ones? Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby. Yeah, like these are like guys are who uh, it's
1: it's Robbie Gold, Mason Crosby, Randy Bullock, and Matthew Wright. The only two that's the only two that stick out to me is Robbie Gold and Randy Bullock, personally.
0: Mason Crosby, the guy who kicked for the Packers for over ten years, doesn't
2: it?
1: I mean, I mean I mean I mean mean, mean, he sticks out, but he's also been kind of ass recently. Has he been? Yeah, I don't think he ended his career very well with the Packers in terms of kicking. I could be tripping, but like in terms of names that I would want right now, I would probably take Robbie Gold and Randy Bullock. I trust you with special teams prowess. All right, well maybe don't trust me that much, but
2: (laughs) Robbie Gold, yeah. I would trust Robbie
0: Gold. Robbie Gold Sully.
1: Please give Bobby me Gold, Gold, former Giant. Former yeah,
0: giant. He, he, he revamped his career after that year with the Giants. He did. And, he, and I remember his revenge game versus the Bears. Remember how windy it was? I think he missed like two kicks in that game, but the other kicker missed more. All right. Um,
1: I could be tripping jo- about Justin, who's your man.
0: Giant? That's the longest time we've ever spent on a Giant factor. Justin, who's your Giant factor?
2: Yeah, then I'll be quick. Uh, Ashawn Robinson is my Giant factor this week. Um, I would hate if we're – Coming to you live from the John Boy Media Manhattan studio on uh, Sunday night. And we're talking about how Josh Jacobs ran all over this Giants defense when he's averaging like 3.1 yards per carry. And I hate if the talking point is going to be, well, the Giants just traded away Leonard Williams. And you see what happens when Leonard Williams and, and Dexter Lawrence aren't on the field together. You see the bad things that are going to happen. Well, A'shaun Robinson, has played well this year, but this is going to be the first time where he's going to be thrusted into that starting role. The Giants have been using a lot of three-defense alignment formations. They've been using a lot of two-defense alignment formations on all three downs. So A'shaun Robinson, if you're out there on third down, can even push the pocket a little bit, generate some pressure, help Dexter Lawrence out. Is Dexter Lawrence still going to be as effective on the field even without Leonard Williams? And I think A'shaun Robinson taking care of his business will be a huge factor in that. So A'shaun Robinson, go out there and be a giant factor.
0: You are a giant factor, A. Sean. Uh, I'm going to go Daniel Bellinger back into a starting role. We're going to need to get you some like receiving, like roll out, you know, receiving impact out of you, uh, especially with Daniel Jones, right? As we try and get to some of those, you know, facing a team that's not going to give you explosives, but you're going to have to get some checkdowns that aren't always going to be, you know, the quick game working to the wide receiver. So I'm going to go Daniel Bellinger and. He's your only blocking tight end in the run game, and the Giants are going to want to run the ball in this game. So we're going to need him to – they're going to move him all over the place. He's going to line up a fullback in motion. They're going to use him in a a multitude of ways. Uh, And if he can really get in there and get some wood on these linebackers and and widen some edges in the outside zone, I think the Giants run game can be really, really uh, impactful in this game. So I'm going to go Daniel Bellinger as my Giant factor. All right, spread picks. Um, I'm kind of over spread picks. I went two and five last <laughs> week. And I'm 24 and 37 in last place. Justin went four and three. Danny went three and four. They're tied at 27 and 34. And the Out listeners facts. are 31 and 30. So they could go under 500 this week. They've they're not slipping. had some they're great slipping. weeks. They're they're two and five. They went two and five. So um, I am a big like misery loves company guy. So if I'm going to suck at spread picks, I'm really rooting for the listeners to also be below 500. So no one... No one can, like if if I can't win, no one wins. Uh Danny, who is spread picks brought to us by?
1: I mean, the rumor ha- says that DraftKings is back with another week of football, and I can confirm that it is because DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet five dollars to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings is a stop in there. All customers could take advantage of two new game game day offers every day this November. So right now, as Justin is on his phone, he is downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I can guarantee it right now. So football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app and sign up with promo code World. New customers can bet just five dollars. To get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports bet, a partner of the NFL with code WORLD, the crown is yours. gamble gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit CCPG. Dot org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms, eligibility terms, and responsible gambling resources. Bonus best expires seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Guys, you would be glad you did.
0: You'd be glad you did. All right. Uh, first game this week. I'm actually really excited for this Thursday night football game. We got Titans at Steelers minus three. The listeners represented by James Kellerher are going Titans plus three. Justin, who do you got in this
2: one? This is tough for me, man. I'm going to go Steelers minus three. They're home. And this is uh, Will Levis' second game. And I, I'm a firm believer in... You get a lot of, ben- not benefit of the doubt, but you put a lot of things on tape through, through the first matchup. Now a team knows what to expect. Now a team knows how to defend it. Mika Fitzpatrick ain't going to allow three touchdowns of, of 29 plus yards um, this uh, this Thursday night. I'll tell you that much. So give me Steelers minus three.
0: Danny, you and Justin are tied. Are you going to go with the Titans so that someone is in second and someone's in third for the graphic on Sunday?
1: Makes it seem like. I'm a loser following Justin, but I am going to follow Justin to take the Steelers here. I just like the Steelers in this game over the Titans. Obviously, Will Levis had a good game, but I feel like Mike Tomlin's going to cook something up in that kitchen that leads the Steelers to covering this spread and, and outright winning this game, probably.
0: I disagree. I think the Titans are going to win this game. I think the Titans are going to start getting back on track a little bit with Will Levis. They're not going to ask him to do a ton, but he is going to allow them to get their running game going. I'm going Titans plus three. We got game of the year. Sunday morning in Germany, Dolphins at Chiefs minus one. We got to pick them in Germany. I'm going Dolphins plus one. I think they are excited. They're going to get rolled. This is like, this is their game, right? Like, this is a big game for the Chiefs, too. But they are a team that's won Super Bowls. The Dolphins, who are ascending, I think this is the game they want to be there. The Chiefs, who have won it all, like they're, you know, Valdez Scantling has a quote saying, yeah, it sucks coming over, uh, going to Germany. I think the Dolphins are going to be ready to go. They're going to be prepared. I'm going Dolphins plus one. The listeners agree. Danny, do you agree?
1: I read somewhere the Chiefs are only getting to uh, Germany on Friday. So and that and has Dolphins worked are-
0: badly for all the other teams yeah, that have done that this year, too. That's,
1: that's what I'm thinking, because the Dolphins are already over there. I know the Dolphins don't perform that well on, on in an away game format usually, but I think the Dolphins are just going to outright, well, it's a pickup. So I think the Dolphins win this game. I think they're going to they're going to make a statement against the Chiefs in good old Germany and I think that time travel delay will also uh, uh affect the Chiefs mightily. Justin.
2: I want to go Dolphins because that's what I really want, but everybody's going Dolphins, so I kind of want to go Chiefs. No, I'll go Dolphins. I I actually think that they're going to I think sometimes a lot of these um overseas games it kind of it kind of comes down to who's going to run the ball better because it's such different Sit, such different playing conditions and, and shit like that. And the Dolphins do run the ball very well. So give me the Dolphins.
0: So we got a clean sweep. We got Seahawks at Ravens minus six. The Ravens are really rolling. Um, but I'm going to go Seahawks plus six. I think the Ravens win this, but I think the Seahawks keep it close. They've been keeping it close um, and, and basically every game. And they got Leonard Williams now. So they're going to be amazing. Amazing um Leonard Williams the the Seattle by the way is we didn't talk about does Pete Carroll just like watch tape of players when they're playing the Seahawks because that's when Leonard Williams has been his best the last three like four years it's been his best games are against the Seattle like his best game of 2020 is against the Seahawks and his best game of 2022 was against the Seahawks um yeah I'm going Seahawks plus six though listeners are going Ravens Justin who do you got
2: yeah, this is my John Boy media against a spread league pick. I, I I like the Ravens. I also like the Seahawks. These are two teams that I kind of like this year, sne- sneaky teams. I think the Seahawks are at least going to cover. So, yeah.
1: Daniel? i am going Seahawks as well. Uh, like you said, the Leonard Williams trade. I'm rooting for them now. I, I I like Leonard Williams. I also don't really mind the Seahawks. I think they're fine people. Um. So yeah, give it the Seahawks to win this game. Uh not win this game to cover this spread. I think they could keep this game within the six point margin.
0: Commanders at Patriots minus three. I'm going Patriots minus three. Commanders, this is gonna be a really bad second half of the season for them. So I'm, I'm going Patriots, Justin.
2: Yeah, they just traded away, you know, two of the best pieces of their team. Um and if the Giants I, I feel like if the Giants defense had success against Sam Howe, I think Bill's gonna be able to replicate that. So Patriots minus three.
0: Danny.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to agree with y'all. I do want to go with the command this year. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they just have fully thrown in the towel. Uh, they're just setting up Ron Rivera for failure, which is kind of funny. Uh, So, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Patriots minus three.
0: Ron Rivera set himself up for his own self up for failure. He also that is fair. But they are setting him up for failure now. <laughs> um, Listeners are going Commanders. So listeners versus everyone. Cardinals at Browns minus eight in the we traded Josh Bowles this season game um the only reason i put that in here was just so i could say that uh for this bowl game i'm gonna go browns minus eight they're my team this year and i think the browns defense is going to make clayton tune uh wish he never got drafted into the nfl danny
1: um as fun as it would be if clayton Tune has it beats the browns and covers the spread at a minimum i don't see it like you said the browns defense is just so good so good and what they're still a foul. James Connor, I, dude, I'm not even sure if Zach Ertz might even be on IR.
0: I no, think. yeah, he's out.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, they, Clay to tune. your setup for failure, bud. So, uh, good luck.
0: <laughs> or maybe Kyler comes back this week. Justin, who do you got?
2: Cardinals cover.
1: Respect to Justin. I really
2: yep.
0: listeners listeners agree. That's the first pick that you and Danny have disagreed on. So that could be the, end up being the decider. So you guys will be interested in the you traded Josh Dobbs this regular season bowl bucks at texans minus two and a uh, minus two and a half i think the the texans lack of talent is going to start to catch up with them i'm going bucks plus two and a half listeners are going texas justin who do you got
2: i think this is going to be a kind of a boring game i think the texans take care of business though texans minus two and
0: a half danny
1: uh, I just dropped my phone. Uh, Texans minus two and a half as well. It really seems like i have just followed Justin on everything, but I do genuinely believe in CJ Stroud, Nico Collins. Maybe I'm also biased because I got Nico Collins in fantasy, but yeah, I'm, I think that's the one.
0: I'm actually hoping you guys agree on everything so that the Josh, uh, the you traded Josh Bowles this year bowl ends up being the decider of who's in second place next week. Cowboys at Eagles minus three. It's a shame that we won't get to watch this game because we'll be live for this game. Um,
2: There's multiple TVs.
0: Just we got we have the NASCAR race on too. Justin, who do you got?
2: <laughs> we have a lot of t- we have a lot of TVs, man.
0: <sighs> I'm willing to stay live after the game for the NASCAR race, like if we're already live.
2: <laughs> Eagles minus three, right?
0: Cowboys. Danny.
2: Cowboys have been one of the quieter teams over the last month. I feel like nobody's really like talked about them because I.
0: Th- I th- are we at a point now where we just stop buying into the Cowboys? Like, they stop fooling us that they're going to be a second round out in the playoffs? I think or so. Or first round out? Like, have, have have we? So, I'm going Eagles minus three. Listeners going Eagles minus
1: three. Danny, who are you going? Be different. I am going to be different. I will go to the Cowboys here. Yes! Cowboys plus three. No, not – not. Uh, I'm, I'm st- I still look at the Eagles. I, they're a good team. They're going to win the NFC East. They're probably going to go to the NFC Championship game, all that fun jazz. I just don't see that same, like st- – They just don't scare me as much as they did last year. Like, I know they will crush the Giants on any given Sunday. I just – something's different about them this year, and I really can't figure it out for me right now.
0: Game of the week. Bills at Bengals minus one and a half. Rematch of the
1: Divisional Series last week. Last year, Danny, who do you got – Oh, do the Bills go into well, – Bob Bills are 3-5 against the spread this year. That's shocking. Bengals are 3-4 against the spread. Uh, I think the Bengals are turning it up. I'm going to take the Bengals here. Just like how I was talking smack about the Eagles, the Bills are also just not that good of a team this year either. Uh, so I think the Bengals will cover the spread and most likely outright win it.
0: Listeners are going Bills. Justin, who are you going?
2: Joe Burrow's been the best quarterback in the NFL over the last month. Bengals have been one of the best teams in the NFL over the last month after being one of the worst through the first month. Give me the Bengals minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm getting back in on the Bengals. Um, and obviously they had that playoff game last year. Luana Rumo is really gonna dial up a, a really nice defense for the Bills. So I'm, I'm gonna go Bengals. So because you guys only disagreed on two picks, you will either be tied or um or someone will have a two game difference for second place. All right. That is spread picks. Danny, what is your uh score prediction for Giants Raiders?
1: I really want to go Giants here, I do. But what do we say all the time? The interim head coach game, it gets the job done. If I, I, I could be talking. I should have looked this up before I said this, but I think last year when the Colts fired Jeff, uh, the Colts hired. Yeah, they Jeff won Saturday, that first game. They won that first game. So against the Raiders. Against the Raiders, I see that, that 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 was that was the mindset right there. So I do, I believe in, in the interim head coaching. Raiders are going to win. If if they're going to ball out, this is the game. The Raiders are going to win. Uh, Raiders, I, I think. Oh, man, I, I'm gonna say I think, I, think Ra- I think Raiders get 30 points. Boom, Raiders get no 30. No way. No, I don't know. I'm just really buying into the head coach. Give a score prediction. You give Thir- a score th- prediction, th- Danny th- 30 17, 30 to 17. Justin,
0: what's your score prediction? We'll
2: jump off the fucking 15th floor from our fucking office building if the Raiders score 30 points against us. <laughs> and you will have to do the podcast because I'll be dead. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I believe in the interim head coach thing too, but too bad. Giants are going to win 20 to 16.
0: 20 to 16. I thought you were going to say they're going to score 23. Nope. <laughs> I There's only one more game this year where I will be more confident in the Giants. And that has only to do with myself because I will be there for the Patriots game. Uh so I am going to go Giants 77, Raiders 0. Um not as much fun saying that. But I do, I do believe it. So the Giants are going to win 77-0. Again, come hang out with us live because, you know, what? it's going to be a lot more enjoyable listening to us in the Just Giants podcast live during the, the game on YouTube. So make sure to do that. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will see you with the Victory Monday. And guess what? We got we to gotta savor the Victory Mondays that we get for the rest of the year. So enjoy it. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.